0: Welcome to the Wicked Veracity podcast with Robin Langford, episode 53, Fate and Free Will, the Astrology for the Week of December 13th through December 19th. Before we get started, I want to mention that all times I'm going to discuss are in the central time zone. If you want to see the aspects discussed in the forecast on your digital calendar in your time zone, you can get that at wickedveracity.com backslash calendar. Monday kicks off an astrologically busy week with a bang. First the moment we've all been waiting for. Mars takes the pressure off the Uranus-Saturn square by moving out of Scorpio and into Sagittarius. That should help whatever area of your life has been more conflict-filled than usual Aquarius and Taurus areas of your chart if you're new here, just in time for the holidays. It'll also give a nice little fiery boost to the Sagittarius part of your chart. A few hours later, Mercury moves out of Sagittarius and into Capricorn. This is just another exclamation point on the Capricorn part of your chart that will continue to be amped up over the next several weeks. Tuesday, the moon moves into Taurus. It's normally a nice placement for the moon, but it's currently tied into the Venus issues in Capricorn and the Aquarius Taurus square that's been going on all year. If those haven't been overly bothersome for you, it's a decent day for communication and getting work done. Regardless, your Taurus house is going to be a primary focus for the next couple of days because the moon is one busy little luminary here until midday on Thursday. Wednesday is essentially more of the same, but with a slightly more relaxing vibe for the evening. Thursday at 2.42 p.m., the moon moves into Gemini, and the pregame for the full moon begins with a little tension in the evening. Friday ends the week with solid productivity. It's a nice night for social activities or working on a project. I'm personally looking forward to Saturday. It's the first non-eclipse lunation in about a month, and it officially marks the end of eclipse season. It is, however, in the same signs as those eclipses we recently talked about, and there could be some resolution or developments in the areas of life that they've been highlighting. For example, Thursday, right after the moon moves into Gemini, I'll be recording a 2022 astrology forecast with Sam from the Business as a Magical Practice podcast. If you've been listening, then you know that's perfectly aligned with what those eclipses have been about for me, and it's the kind of signpost I'd be on the lookout for in your own life. That being said, full moons are fun. If you want to manifest something, do it before the moon reaches maximum fullness, and if you're ready to play Elsa, let it go after. I'm pretty excited about this full moon, and I love that the last aspect the moon makes before leaving Gemini is a trine to Jupiter. So even if you're not planning on making magic Saturday, you might find that it's still a magical night. Alrighty. Sunday. Sunday is a day. Venus goes retrograde at 4.35am. It's not going to feel overly dramatic because Venus has been grinding to a stop for the past week-ish. Not only that, but it is almost as if she was making a run for it to get past Pluto, and he grabbed her and is now about to pull her into the underworld. It's actually pretty similar to the mythology associated with Venus retrogrades in the ancient past, but this time Pluto is literally in the sky doing the grabbing and throwing, and I'm not sure how I feel about it, to be honest. I'm going to do a quick breakdown of what this retrograde will likely be asking you to review and refine and clean up before Venus moves into Aquarius in March. Capricorn Rising, your identity and how you see yourself. Sagittarius Rising, the things you do that you are valued for, your self-worth, your possessions. Scorpio rising, communication, siblings, neighbors, short routine travel, and learning something new. Libra rising, your home, family, ancestors, past, and what makes you feel grounded. Virgo rising, what you desire, romance, sex, children, gambling, art, creation. Leo rising, what you feel obligated to, health habits, subordinates, pets. Cancer rising, marriage, legal partners, one-on-one clients, and open enemies. Gemini rising, other people's money, death, surgery, inheritance, taxes, debt. Taurus rising, foreign or long-distance travel, higher education, publishing, philosophy, astrology, religion. Aries rising, career, what is public, your personal authority or someone with authority over you. Pisces rising, hopes, dreams, long-term plans, networks, social media, and the things that support you. Aquarius rising what is hidden from you, enemies, how you deal with solitude, addiction, and the things you do that sabotage yourself. These are the topics that you were bombarded with in 2020, but for most of 2021, you've had a reprieve and maybe a bit of time to adjust. Venus going through this part of your chart for the past month should have brought some blessings in this area and maybe a little bit of clarity. This Venus retrograde is an opportunity to review what you've learned and decide what you need to do to make this part of your life stronger and better than it was before the Capricorn Mafia decided to launch an attack on it. For perspective, on this day in 2019, you had Jupiter, the South Node, Saturn, Pluto, and Venus all piled up in Capricorn. Then there was an eclipse, and in 2020, you had Jupiter and Saturn moving together in the exact same place before pushing into Aquarius and shifting the focus to your Aquarius house with the Great Conjunction on December 21st. It's been a lot. I understand. (laughs) I have a friend who sometimes asks me if she can be done butterflying for a while. Butterflying is a phrase I use to describe difficult periods of personal growth. My answer is always some variation of no, because the growth will occur and you only control your experience of the process. What I love about fate and destiny and astrology and all of the matrix things is that it can make it very clear what area of life you're supposed to be butterflying in. This retrograde period is about your Capricorn house, but it's also about love and relationships. Every 18 months, Venus highlights a house and gives you an opportunity to reevaluate your relationships for 40 days. If you're new to tracking astrological cycles, the last retrograde was in Gemini in May and June of 2020. That time period and sign should sound familiar because it's around the time the Gemini-Sagittarius eclipses started. If you'd like more information on how it's relevant to your life specifically, you can sign up for a consultation at wickedveracity.com backslash astrology consultation. If you're feeling frisky, hit me up on Instagram where I'm wicked.veracity and let me know how the astrology of the week played out for you. Until next time, my wish for you is an empowering visit to the underworld.